This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We're up to Tanar Abon and two-thirds of the way down. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines up from the wide line. Tanar Abon. In what way did Rabbi Mil say that in our Mishnah, so what's the case? You have two Yavamis that fall in front to one Yavam. Ruvain's two wives fell to Shimon. He gave a get to Rachel, he gave a get to Leah. You give Chalitza, the first get is good, the first get to Rachel, the second get to Leah was not good. So therefore, when you, it's time for the Chalitza, it makes more sense to give the chalitza to Rachel because since you're already usher in her relatives because that get that you gave her is good it, it does something so therefore it only makes sense explains Rashi to give the chalitza to the first one because you're already usher in her relatives obviously if you wanted to give the chalitza to the second one it would work as well but you would become usher in her relatives as well the get that you gave to Leah the second the second uh, sister-in-law is worthless it's meaningless so therefore really you're mutter in her relatives later so it's better not to give her the chalitza now, there's also another reason why you shouldn't give her the chalitza, because you don't want to make her rasa to a kayin. But that's a separate reason. Rashi doesn't bring that down, because that won't apply really to the next case that we're going to mention. You give a get to Rachel, you give a get to Leah. Both are getting work, and therefore your rasa are on both. The relatives of both, if down the line you want to marry their daughter, or their, from their mother, the chalitza lachsman, you give chalitza to whichever one you want, it doesn't really matter, because you're already usher in both their relatives, and they're both usher to a kayin. now here's the, this is the reason why Rashi didn't mention about usher to a kayin. And the same Allah will apply by two yavamin, when there's two brother-in-laws, and one yavama, that according to Rabbi Mil, if if Shimon and Levi both gave a get to the one Yavam that fell from the one Yavam that fell from Reuven, so the one that gives the first get Shimon that'll that'll work. The second get Levi won't work, and therefore Shimon will be usher to her krivus, to but Levi will not. And therefore, when it's time for a chalitza, it only makes sense that Shimon should be the one to give the chalitza because he's already usher on her relatives. Why should we have Levi give her the chalitza and then he'll be usher on her relatives down the line? His get never worked. Now, in this case, that's why Rashi didn't mention that she'll be also to, to Kahuna, because either way, she's also to Kahuna. She got a get from Shimon. In what way the and Shimon gave Maimer to Rachel, then he gave Maimer to Leah. Rabbi Lil Leimer, Rabbi Lil says that the Maimer only to Rachel works, not to Leah. Give a get to Rachel, because the Maimer worked to Rachel, and then give Chalitza to her. But the Maimer that you gave to Leah doesn't do anything. You don't have to do anything to her. Therefore, you'll be mutter and her relatives unless you gave her the Chalitza. Same as before. You give a get to both. Because they say the mimer worked for both, and your usher on both their relatives, and then you give chalitza to whichever one you want. And the same halacha applies. That was a case of two sister in laws falling to one brother in law, to Shimon. And the same will apply if, if Reuben was only married to one woman and it fell to Shimon and Levi. The same type of thing. 
Very good. So we learned earlier. In the case of Gittin, when there's two system laws, you give a get to, if you gave a get to, to if two women, two systems fell to Shimon, he gave a get to Rachel, he gave a get to Leah. The first get was the only one that was good, and therefore you give a chalitza to the first, it's better to give a chalitza to the first sister in law because you're already us on her relatives. But also, you'll be us on her relatives. But you'll be muttered to the relatives of Leah. This sounds like it's a, it's a cash on Shmuel. The Omer Shmuel, because Shmuel says, Shmuel says, that when someone gives a get to one of the sister-in-laws, they weaken the zika in that sister-in-law, midrabanan at least. So since they weaken the zika, that's a zika klusha. That's a zika. That's a zika that's weak. And therefore, when they give the chalitza to that same sister-in-law, they're they're giving a, a, a weak chalitza as well because they only have to dissolve a little bit that leftover uh, um, um, that leftover um, zika. And therefore, how does, that won't help for the rest of the sister-in-laws. It won't help for the second woman. In the, in the Rabbanon, it wouldn't be a problem, because the Rabbanon say, when you gave a, a get to Rachel and a get to Leah, this Rashi explains, you give a get to Leah, they both have a weakened Zika. So since they both have a weakened Zika, so then according to Shmuel, if you give a Chalitza to one, so even though it's a weakened chalitza, it's going to help for Leah because Leah also has a weakened zika. So the weak chalitza <coughs> that you gave to Rachel will help for Leah. But according to Shmu, but according to Rabbi Gamil, that to get to Leah never worked to the second sister-in-law. So she still has a very strong, um, she said, a very strong zika. So the 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 weak chalitza that you gave to Rachel won't help for Leah. So that's the kash on Shmuel. Amalas Shmuel, and that Shmuel says ki amri ana liba the mandamri zika. You're asking me a kash from I only said my din because it was a weak zika and not a weak zika. That's only in the mandamri that holds the zika. Rather than Leil sovereign zika, but Leil's of the opinion, like Rashi brings down the kamandaf kuftes amidalv. That over there we see that Rabbi Mlil is of the opinion that holds Ein Zika. So since he holds Ein Zika, there's never any weakening of a Zika and a weak Chalitza that doesn't apply to Shmuel. My whole din only went according to the Mandamar Yesh Zika Ein Zika. I mean, so Mashenkin Rabbi Mlil holds. I'm I'm sorry. My din only went according to Mandamar Yesh Zika. So therefore, there's weakened Zikas and weakened Chalitzas. But when it comes to Rabbi Mlil, Rabbi Mlil is of the opinion Ein Zika, and therefore you can't ask me a kasha from. Says the Gemara. The Gemara is now going to make an assumption that it's going to fall off of. But at the beginning it says, wait a second, if Ragamil holds Ein Zika, could we assume that the Rabbanan who argue on him hold Yei Zika? Let's assume that, and then we'll ask Akasha on someone else. On Ravhuna From the fact that Ravhuna Sabra Ain Zika, let's take a uh, a jump and 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 guess that Rabbanan Sabra Yeshika. Let's make an assumption that Rabbanan holds Yeshiva Katani Seifa. And what did we learn in the Seifa? The Seifa says Vachinata Imer Bishneivam of Yomachas. The halachas of Ravhuna and Rabbanan also apply by two brother-in-laws and one Yavama. Ruvain had once one wife, 
fell to Shimon Alevi. So therefore, according to Rabbanon, says the Gemara, if they hold Yezika, we might not have a kasha on Shmuel, but we have a kasha on Rabba Baravuna Marav. Why? The Amar Rabba Baravuna Marav, because Rabba Baravuna Marav said, and we learned it earlier, earlier in the Masechta, when you have a chalitza psula, you have to go back and each brother-in-law has to give a chalitza. That means that when Reuven and Sh- when Shimon and Levi, both, when, when Reuven's wife, well again, it's one wife, Rachel falls to Shimon and Levi, and what was our case? That both Shimon and Levi gave a get to to Rachel. Now, when they both gave a get, get to Rachel, both those get in Yesh Get Achaget, according to the Rabbanon. And since Yesh Get Achaget, it weakened the Zika, if we assume that the Rabbanon hold Yesh Zika, it weakened the Zika. Now, Rabba Baravuna Marab is of the opinion that when you have a weakened Zika, each brother-in-law has to give a Chalitza, even if they each have a weakened Zika. In other words, even though in our case, Shimon gave a, a get to Rachel, and then now he weakened the Zika between them. Because Midrabanan they get work. And then Levi gave a a get to Rachel and he weakened his own Zika with Rachel. Still, Rabbi Ravuna Marav is of the opinion that by weakened Zikas, even when both brother in laws have a weak Zika, you need a Khalitza from both every brother in law has to give a Khalitza. One Khalitza doesn't help from the other. Not like before in Shmuel where we said in the Rabbanan where Rashi explained that when there's two weak in Zikas, the Chalitz is going to work. Rabbi Ravuna doesn't hold like that. So therefore, Tiyufta the Rabbi Ravuna Marav, Dam Ravuna Marav, Chalitz Absolut, Tsukhalasa Kalachin, and that says the Gemara, what we assumed, well, an, e- an easy out. Amalach, Rabbi Baravuna. No, you made an assumption that if Rabbi Gamliel holds Ain Zika, then the Rabbanon hold the Ain Zika. No, I'll tell you, Bain Laragamlil, Bain Laraban, and both Ragamlil and the Rabban is Savri Ain Zika. That they both hold Ain Zika. And the Machlikas has nothing to do with Zika or, or not Zika. The Machlikas is just whether you say get get, or you don't say, or Maim Rachamayim, you don't Bach, but get get, or Maim Rachamayim, become Bifagi. And they're just arguing whether or not you say get get, and Maim Rachamayim. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.